avoid arguing with them. And that kind of goes along with the number two, which was criticizing, correcting. I mean, if you try to argue with them, you're not going to win. Uh, You're going to end up upsetting them and making them angry. You're going to be upset and angry. For example, your mother is telling a story um, how she, maybe she's saying she lived in Houston. Well, she never lived in Houston, and you know she never lived there, but she's telling this story, and she's talking about people that you don't know what she's talking about. Just let her talk. Don't say, Mother, no, you know, we, we never lived in Houston. I, I don't know why you're saying that, and keep trying to force them into your reality. Don't do that, because they're just going to end up agitated and frustrated, and that's not good for anyone. Welcome to Aging in Style with me, Lori Williams. I'm an optimist by nature, and I believe you can follow your dreams at any age. My grandmother's journey with dementia ignited a passion in me to work with seniors. I've spent the past 13 years learning about seniors and aging. In my mid-50s, I followed my own dream and founded my company, where I use my expertise to help seniors locate housing and resources. On this podcast, we cover all aspects of aging. Join us each week to meet senior living experts and inspirational seniors who are following their dreams. The fact is, we're all aging, so why not do it in style? Hi, welcome to this episode of Aging in Style with Lori Williams. I'm so glad you're here today, and today's topic is five tips for communicating with a loved one who's been diagnosed with dementia. I wanted to tackle this topic because Working in senior living, I get a lot of calls from people who have parents with dementia. And just in talking, sometimes I may just throw out a tip and they're like, wait, what? I Okay, I, have, I haven't been doing that. And, you know, when they implement what I mentioned, suddenly things are a lot better and the arguments have gone away or the stress. So, so here are some of the tips that I think, I mean, there's a lot of good tips out there, but these are the top five that I want to share with y'all today. Um, bearing in mind that with dementia, communication with your family member, it it becomes harder. Um, People diagnosed with dementia just have a harder time, obviously, expressing themselves. They have a hard time, you know, remembering words, trying to pull, you know, they know what they want to say sometimes, but they can't say it, or they're talking gibberish to you. It can become frustrating, not only for them, but it can be frustrating for you, especially if you're the caregiver. So let's talk about five different ways that we can make make it easier, make communication easier, kind of alleviate some of that agitation. So number one, super important, always treat them with respect. Alzheimer's or dementia, you know, it, it's a disease. This is not who they who they are. And they would probably be mortified to know, you know, what they're saying to you or how they're acting. Um, So treat them with respect and dignity. Don't talk down to them or speak to others in the room as if they're not even there. You know, it's important to really maintain eye contact, speak clearly to them, not too fast, not too slow. It's better if you can talk in like shorter sentences, not ask them a lot of questions, you know, that open ended questions, especially if they're further advanced with their dementia. Number two, 
Avoid criticizing or correcting them. And this is a big one because I, you know, I know people, they don't, they don't mean it to come across this way. And they think sometimes that they're doing the right thing. But, I, you know, I've had family members tell me, well, I think she can do better. I think she's being lazy and they'll criticize. And I'm just like, no, 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 it's the disease. I mean, why, why correct them? And, you know, if they're telling a story and you know it's completely wrong, but in their mind it's it happened. But why would you risk embarrassing them, especially if they're still alert enough to realize that they're, they've made a mistake? So there's a term that one of the um, big senior communities had coined several years ago, and it's called Join Their Journey. And I love that because it's so simple and it's so easy to remember. With someone with dementia, join in on their journey. Don't try to make them come into your reality. Just go with go with it. Go with the flow. And the best example I can give of this is um, several years ago, I was visiting a nursing home, and I walked in. I had an appointment, but as I walked in, there was a lady just kind of like walked up to me, and she was cute as could be and she was so excited she had a huge smile on her face she was so happy to see me and I think she called me a name some name like I don't know Ann or whatever it may have been and she said oh I'm so glad you're here are you ready for the picnic and did you bring the potato salad because your potato salad is always the best and I'm just like "Uh, yeah sure yes I did and you know I wasn't gonna say um, no, I'm not who you think I am, and I did not bring the potato salad because, you know, what 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 would that do other than embarrass her and maybe cause her to be, you know, feel very agitated? So, um, so I just joined her journey, and I went and sat down with her. It was maybe five minutes, and we had the best conversation about, you know, going on this picnic and about this great potato salad and. Guys, I, I can't make potato salad. I don't think I've ever made potato salad. But at that time, in that lady's mind, I made the best potato salad in the world. And we just talked and, and it was just so beautiful. And, you know, then we just we ended it. She was happy. And, you know, that that was wonderful. So what is what does that take from you to just join in on their journey? You know, it's it's easier to do that than to embarrass them or cause them anxiety and stress number three avoid arguing with them and that kind of goes along with the number two which was criticizing correcting i mean if you try to argue with them you're not going to win Uh, you're going to end up upsetting them and making them angry you're going to be upset and angry you know for example your mother is telling a story um how she maybe she's saying she lived in houston Well, she never lived in Houston, and you know she never lived there, but she's telling this story, and she's talking about people that you don't know what she's talking about. Just let her talk. Don't say, Mother, no, you know, we we never lived in Houston. I, I don't know why you're saying that, and keep trying to force them into your reality. Don't do that, because they're just gonna end up agitated and frustrated, and that's not good for anyone. Tip number four, Oh, gosh, y'all, this one comes up so much. And I know this is a hard one, but don't remind them over and over that a spouse, a parent, or a child has died. All you're going to end up doing is upsetting them. And I recently had a family, and, you know, I know the daughter felt she was doing the right thing, but the mother had dementia. 
the father had passed away um, a few weeks prior and so she kept he had been her caregiver so she kept asking for him and then the daughter would say mom he died remember he's passed away remember we went to his funeral and we just go through the whole thing with her and so each time her mother was reliving it like it had just happened i mean i just can't imagine causing that kind of pain because it's the same pain every time you know another example and i know my own grandmother did this she would ask where her mom was and what purpose would it serve to say you know your mom died 90 years ago no i mean we would say oh she just went to this store and then just redirect you know just go on to something else um another example of this and it's a personal example that i have is that when uh, my husband and i were in our 20s his mother was diagnosed with cancer she had lung cancer and it metastasized to her brain and so she had a brain tumor and when they went in and took the brain tumor out it was like she had dementia and of course i mean we were young we had never really experienced dementia at this point or what was dementia like behavior which is what she had and she was very confused a lot of short-term memory loss and she only had a few months um, left to live and so what happened was my husband's brother was killed in a car accident and so i remember he and i talking about it and it was just like i mean just instinctually we we both were like we can't tell her because she's not going to remember and she's going to keep asking because it was just you know the short-term memory loss so we didn't tell her and we felt that was out of a kindness honestly why give her that pain you know to know that her son had been killed in the car accident and then she would ask probably again 10 minutes later and then she did die just a few months after that you know and and i know that's a hard one guys and because i know you want to tell them and you feel like they should know but you have to stop and think what purpose is it really going to serve if they're not going to remember five minutes later fifth tip be patient and supportive it's so important that your loved one knows that you're you're listening to them. You're you're listening. You're trying to understand what they're saying. Sometimes it's really hard. You want to be patient. You know, for example, we had some really close friends. They were like family and um, they would come over and and the mother had dementia. And um, she would come to visit my house, and I had a house that had like kind of like fake plants up high above the cabinets. And every time she would come, she would say, how do you get up there to water those plants? And they were fake. And so I'd say, oh, they're fake. I don't even have to get up there five minutes later how do you get up there to water those plants and so i mean you know you can get frustrated with that because the question is asked 20 times in a row but you know that they they can't help it so just be patient be supportive repeat yourself over and over what's it going to matter just just repeat yourself and don't worry about it don't interrupt them even if it takes them a while to communicate their thoughts and you know maybe they're going around in circles and you have no clue what they're talking about just go back to being patient and supportive and of course back to tip number one treat them with respect 
Anyhow, those are our five tips. I hope it will help you in your communication with your loved one who has dementia or share it with friends who are, you know, have a family member with dementia. To learn more and find more resources, please visit my website, which is lauriewilliams-seniorservices.com. If you have a specific question about dementia or have a topic you would like us to address, just send me a message. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. And we will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.